1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports soccer podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host, Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's segment, we have some breaking news to discuss. Houston Dash head coach and general manager James Clarkson has been suspended, affected immediately. We will get into all of the details for you, our listeners. But first, a quick reminder to follow us uh, across all social media platforms at attacking third. Lisa, let's dive in to today's breaking news. Dropping late on Tuesday evening, uh, maybe right around 8 or 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, if memory serves me correct, uh, the Houston Dash alongside uh, the NWSL, NWSL Players Association, uh, announced uh, the uh, immediate suspension of head coach and general manager James Clarkson Um it was affected of media it was it comes after initial findings that were received this week from the joint NWSL and NWSL investigation that was launched last year to review current and historic complaints of discrimination, harassment, and abuse. And, uh, it came via a recommendation of this joint team investigation and an ultimate decision about Clarkson's future with the Houston dash will be based on the final results of the ongoing investigation And in the meantime, the club will name an interim head coach in the upcoming days. So that statement
0: essentially all came from Houston Dash. It was uh, the club putting out a statement alongside the NWSL putting out a statement alongside the NWSL PA all putting out statements around the same time on Tuesday evening. So the NWSL statement essentially said that this joint investigation recommended that Clarkson be suspended and that The club, Houston Dash, responded to that immediately and suspended him. Um, The league expanded their player protection in the NWSL policy to prevent and eliminate workplace discrimination, harassment, and bullying. This is all coming off the heels of a really treacherous 2021 in the league, but Formerly called the NWSL anti-harassment policy that was only put into place last year in 2021, the NWSL and the Players Association have added new clauses and new phrases in this addressing the emotional misconduct. Um, And now, instead of the anti-harassment policy, it's called the policy to prevent and eliminate workplace discrimination, harassment, and bullying. One of the quotes saying that maliciously threatening to waive, bench, or trade players absent a legitimate reason or belittling players about their body, image, or weight. That phrasing was added to the clause. Uh, Then Megan Burke, the director of the NWSL Players Association, she also had a statement in the NWSL statement, uh, a quote from Megan Burke saying that, Players made a promise to ourselves and to future generations to transform our league, not through words, but through our actions. This shows that our joint investigation is doing the work of systemic transformation. The work continues, and we commend players for speaking up and speaking out. The statement also goes on to say that any players that have any complaints, anything to say, anything to add can reach out to the league. It gives a phone number and and contact information for players to do so, but this, this is a really long ongoing investigation that is coming to a point just days before the 2022 regular season.
1: Yeah, I think that's something that's sticking out for for some folks, right? Is like the the timing of all this, because this investigation has actually been ongoing since October of 2021. Uh, it was launched initially due to numerous reports of workplace misconduct and, and systematic issues across NWSL, uh, stemming back from a lot of the reports that we saw from from some of our colleagues, right? We we had Meg, uh, Lena Hand from the Athletic. Uh, Telling the story of Shim and Sinead Fairley, Uh, Molly C. Clancy was uh, from the Post uh, with very active on the Washington spirit side of things, as well as the Chicago Red Star side of things. So this has been ongoing since October of 2021. Jessica Berman, the new NWSL commissioner been on the job uh, since April 20th. So tough first week, I would imagine. Uh, But she also had a statement within NWSL release uh, saying, as it relates to this particular situation, I want to thank the individuals who brought their concerns to the joint investigation team, as well as Ted Siegel, Jessica O'Neill and the Dash organization for taking swift action for their cooperation with the joint investigation team's recommendation. And this all kind of, I don't want to say it's coming full circle because, again, this is an investigation that is ongoing uh, since since last year in 2021. But this is coming to light because of this joint investigation team in place. Uh, after all of these numerous reports happened in the fall of 2021, the NWSLPA issued a list of demands to the league. They the players were participating um, in during in-game player demonstrations. Uh, Expressing moments of solidarity in light of everything that was being reporting and coming out. And part of the list of demands was that the league participate and join with the players' association to have a joint, a collaborative investigation into all of the issues of, of misconduct. Mm-hmm. And essentially, that those demands were met, and that included this joint investigation. So we're, I think that's where we're at right now. We're we're still seeing a lot of the groundwork that was laid kind of coming out and playing out and essentially working more or less where we're still seeing uh, these things. It, we spoke a little bit off mic as we were preparing to come on here and chat with each other and and, and our listeners here um, about everything that's been going on. And it, it almost kind of felt like deja vu. We said, it's like, yeah. not our first, uh, this is not our first rodeo. Having to hop on here to attacking third and find ourselves uh, discussing this type of, of breaking news. It's not our first time, and and something else that this
0: isn't surprising that there's more news to be heard and coming out of the league and the Players Association and this ongoing joint investigation. Because after everything happened in 2021, the league and the Players Association said that they were going to look into every single person that works in the league and and comb through their background and launch a full investigation to see if these people are good people. I mean, that's honestly what it comes down to. Good people. And the fact that this investigation started in October of 2021 and these findings, um, according to the statements, were found earlier this week. The club was notified the recommendation to suspend Clarkson was given and the club did so immediately. This is on the heels of a challenge cup that the Houston dash just finished and come as this news was coming out Tuesday, April 26th, the regular season starts on Friday. So just yeah. three days away from the 2022 regular season that this is happening, but it it's really important. And one thing that I was um, pleased to hear and to see is that this investigation is still happening. Although we aren't talking about it, it's maybe not in the forefront of everyone's minds, of of fans' minds, of media's minds every single day. As, Sandra, you and I, were covering the Challenge Cup. We're covering the news and the trades that are happening in this league. This investigation is still going on. And they're finding things out. And as certain things are surfacing, action is being made. And the fact that Houston Dash, as a club, their initial response and reaction was, okay, we're suspending James Clarkson Um, is promising, right? They're, they're keeping that open line of communication with the players, with the community, with the media to say, this is what's happened. And this is how it's all going down. Um, it, It's going to be a long road. It already has been a long road and we're not done yet with this investigation, yeah. right? The investigation still isn't closed. There's yeah other people still being investigated other personnel front office and, and things yeah. like that so there will be more information to come
1: absolutely I, I mean it's it's an important point that 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 we're bringing up that, that that you're making um because i think part of of what we were seeing kind of coming out of last night and then uh this morning in terms of just general reaction around this kind of stuff there's again we I'm talking about how like we came on here and we were like, gosh, we're we're doing this again. We're also reacting to it. Right. So I I think it's I think that's an important note to bring up. It's an important point to make because there's this perhaps a little bit of trauma from from folks who even are just watching this or following this from a fan standpoint, from just a human interest angle type of standpoint, where there's just that kind of perception like, God, like another one or here's another story coming out of of this league. Like what's going on? And the truth is, is that this is just stemming from the process has been taking place from already several months ago from October of 2021. And it's going to continue to happen. Um, there's, it's it's league wide, you know, so this is going yeah. to continue uh, to this investigation is going to continue to take its time and take its place um, until everything is is sort of, you know, every stone is kind of unturned, I guess, is the best way to to possibly put that, um, you know, and I don't think people should forget that what happened during the fall of 2021 is has been a referred to or alluded to as a a reckoning for for the league and when that happens it doesn't mean that it's just some type of 30 to 90 day period and then it's done that's not what that means at all That, that means that there's going to be some long transitional type of change that has to take place and and I think we're still We're still seeing that. And um, there's going to be there has been reactions about, well, if it's recommended that he's been suspended, like, why not lead to a termination? But that's because the the processes and the protocols uh, still have to take place. And that's just an NWSL. I mean, I think, uh, you know, like you mentioned, Lisa, that people maybe might have forgot that this was still ongoing or had it in the back of their heads because uh, things like the, you know, challenge cup started and now we have the uh, regular season that is uh, going to be coming up. Um, But you know, that, type of stuff maybe pushes that away back in your brain, but you know, us soccer also has their investigations going on. They have Sally Yates leading this as well, you know, so there's, it's not just league. There's, there's other facets that are involved in this uh, as well. So uh, I I would imagine, like I said, I do, do I want there to, to be more, you know, negative headlines or or tough, hard things, you know, that these players have to go through. No, of course not. We want player safety first and foremost, but the way to do that is to allow the processes and the protocols to, to take their time and, and to take their take their place.
0: Exactly. One, one thing I want to make sure that we talk about and touch on is the new NWSL commissioner, Jessica Berman. Yeah. She was hired a few months ago. And at the time, we actually got had the pleasure of speaking with her. She came on Attacking Third. We had an interview with her to talk to her about everything that happened in 2021 and the stepping down of Lisa Baird and then Marla Messing stepping into that interim CEO role. And now as Jessica Berman started in the league on April 20th and this news broke on April 26th, um, as you mentioned, a tough first week for her. But one thing that we talked to her about a few months ago when she was hired is how did you follow all of the news last year? What did you think about that? How how are you going to continue to make this league better than it was in the past. And she was pretty candid about us saying that she wants to put, protect the players and that this is, they're working and this is their job and they shouldn't be scared to go to work or feel uncomfortable at that. And I, I think a lot of eyes are going to be on NWSL Commissioner Jessica Berman right now in light of this investigation and what has come out about James Clarkson or rather what hasn't come out because there's been no official statement, yeah. just that There have been findings and they recommend he be suspended. So now how does Berman handle this? How does she move forward with this league? How does she continue the transparency with the players and the league and and open lines of communication between the PA and the league and and Megan Burke and having this investigation uh, be the forefront, although it's not the forefront of our minds as media covering it maybe or fans, that it needs to be the forefront of her mind. Um,
1: Yeah. No, forward. I think that's an important point to bring up. I, I'm, I'm in agreement, uh, you know, with with that, with your with your statement or with your opinion on that. Um, but I think it's also an important note to to talk about, like how you mentioned, like uh, that there's reacting to this is just sort of what's in front of us. And and the truth of the matter is we we the public or, or we the media or or casual fans or neutral fans or people who just pay attention to, to headlines uh, might not ever know that. And uh, I think that that is a struggle for for some people because there is uh, there's this concept of of. People demanding transparency, but what they really want to know is just, well, what happened? And the truth of the matter is there has to be a level of protection, a level of respect for, uh, you know, victims who may be involved in this. And uh, because of that, there might not ever be, you know, a type of long, detailed story about this investigation. It might just be, this is the, the, these are the results of the findings, they're private, and based on the findings, here are the next steps. Um, and it might just be that, uh, and that is something that uh, the public will have to respect in terms of the wishes of you know, any any source, unnamed sources or or, or potential victims, uh, within, within the investigation, you know. So, I think that's something that, um, I think that's uh, I have found over since even October of, of 2021, I think there's been this. This, or I don't want to say misconception. That's that's the wrong word. But there's been um, there's there's been a, a an inter- an interesting take, an interesting viewpoint yeah. on on what it means to be transparent. And sometimes that doesn't always mean you're going to get the five thousand word story on yeah on what, on what happened. Sometimes it is a workplace issue, and an investigation is done, and then. A result is given and steps are taken and uh, that is what ends up happening. I think we saw something similar uh, with uh, racing Louisville when yes. all of a sudden Christy Holly was was terminated. They just said he's terminated for cause and we're moving on. And,
0: and transparency isn't every single detail made available to the public. Transparency is... We found something. These are the steps we're taking to make sure it is handled correctly. And then this is our final decision and result. I think that's more transparency than the league has given in the past. And yeah. and the lack of maybe if fans or people are saying there's a lack of transparency and saying we don't know exactly why Christy Holly was fired. That's to protect the player. That's to protect certain people. It's not to omit information. Um it, in favor of the league. If anything, it's protecting a player or who,
1: whomever was hurt. So, and I think that's that's where a lot of people are, I think, at this, this point when it comes to these type of events or these type of moments uh, that ultimately it does come back to that original point that what we were witnessing all through the fall of 2021 and throughout the end of of the regular season and into the off season and now okay. to 2022 that it's just people are are still taking their their cues from from the players and uh when it comes to that if you just keep it on that you want to try to move forward and continue your support of the players and the athletes uh, in in this league so This is something that I'm sure we're going to have to hop on here and continue to update our listeners about. And uh, we will continue to do our best to do that. In the meantime, we want to thank everybody for joining us, as always, for listening to Attacking 3rd. You can follow us on Twitter and now on TikTok and Instagram at Attacking Third for more breaking news. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you listen to your podcast shows. And we're also available as videos. Subscribe to us at youtube.com slash Attacking Third. If you have questions for us, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with your question and we'll answer it. And we'll be back Friday with a preview as NWSL regular season action starts. For Rita and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third.